Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode one, two, three. <laughs> I was really excited woo, woo. to say that. I hope you enjoyed it. Episode one, two, three. We are in alignment today. How to lose the fear of being alone. How to let go of the fear of being alone. This is such an important topic. Oh, I'm really glad we're talking about this today. Catherine and I both hear this a lot with women, this fear of being alone. And I have, I relate to it so deeply. I used to be terrified of being alone, which is why I was always swinging like Tarzan from one boyfriend to the next. And my first words of wisdom to you are this, get a pen and a paper and write this one down. <laughs> if you are afraid of being alone, you need to be alone. <laughs> you need to get really comfortable with being alone. And so much of this stems from this idea that women aren't complete unless they're in relationship. And it's actually interesting being in Greece now because it's funny that I ended up, this is the place on the planet where I'm the most drawn and yet relationships are so, so traditional here. And, um, I mean, they're like, what? You're 40 years old and you've never been married and what? Short circuiting. Um, because it's, mm. and this is our programming, you know, and it runs so deep for centuries that, that, that women, I mean, we used to belong to our husbands. Our, our dads would, you know, give our husbands some money to take us off their hands. And this happens still in some parts of the world. Like that is where, all of this stem stems from even how we romanticize Hollywood and and fairy tales have romanticized the dad gives the daughter away in the wedding and oh he asked my hand in marriage but that used to be because you were your father's property and you became this man's property in many cases the woman didn't even choose the man so this is our I mean I think most of us know this but this is where we're coming from this is what we're still in 2022 up against as women so there's this deep embedded story that if a woman is just on her own, unless she's 21 years old, you know, that, that there is something. And even when I was 21, I still felt this pressure. Like I always needed to have a boyfriend. I remember living in Australia and everyone had a boyfriend and I didn't. And so I actively was asking everyone and their dog, do you know any single guys? Do you know any single guys? And I always felt this crazy pressure to just find a partner. And underneath that, I was afraid to be alone because I wasn't in relationship with myself. 
So it was uncomfortable to be alone. I had to be either around my friends, on the phone, around a guy, like with a boyfriend in a relationship. And even if I felt alone in the relationship, for some reason, it would still make me feel, not really feel better, but you know, the illusion of feeling better. So this is such an important one. This is such an important one. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've been hearing it forever. Um, and the big thing for me is the thinking that I'm alone if I don't have a partner. So Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to really bring it's, it's not like you have to learn how to sit in your room by yourself with no friends and learn learn how to be alone. Um, there is something to be said, right? So the, the goal of life is interdependency in which I'm able to take care of myself, maintain my sense of self, be responsible for my needs and allow other people to be in my life with me. And of course the usual spectrum is either the person who absolutely cannot take care of themselves and is always in relationship with the super needy or what we call the anti-dependent woman who probably is walking around telling herself that she doesn't have the fear of being alone but always has some kind of male attention in her life. And for me, this topic is really about what you do without male attention, not having to like sit by yourself alone in your apartment and learn how to do that. But what do I do when I'm not living my life inside of the paradigm that says I only have value if men are interested in me. I only have value if I have a boyfriend. I only have value if I'm partnered because I actually was thinking as you started talking our episode about falling for potential and how the fear of being alone then drives women to settle in relationships, to be deeply unhappy. And then they tell themselves, well, at least I'm not alone, but like you're fighting with the person every single day, or you're just, you don't ever spend like any quality time together. Like this is the problem with the fairy tale programming and, and patriarchal culture. And it was true for me is I don't think I ever felt also, I want to like shout out. I love that you talked about the 21 year olds having this because literally it's like going to kill me. If I hear another 24 year old, it's like, what if I never get married? I'm like, you're 24 fucking years old. Like, <laughs> like relax. Um, but I, I had the fear of being alone in my breakup. Like that, that's when I was plagued by it. Like I, I was someone who didn't have a lot of boyfriends, but you better believe I always had some kind of string with someone, you know, that I was hooking up with or getting attention from. Um, but when my ex and I broke up, that was when I was like, it was debilitating pain, like the fear of being alone. And from a spiritual perspective, what helped me was literally saying, I'm actually never alone right? It was that I'm in relationship with myself. I have a spiritual, I have a spiritual life. Like, I don't know how much more to like, keep reiterating this, like without a relationship with the universe and the divine, you end up making your partner God. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you end up putting people on a pedestal and expecting your partner to be perfect and be your everything. And I love, I love watching you. Like I, I can feel my own edges of like faith. Like I have some fear cropping up around my life right now. And I love listening to you just talk about how much faith you have. Like you, you do always come back to that and, and it's a practice, right? It's a practice for me, but the, the fear of being alone also drives, like, I want to talk about fear now for a second. If fear 
leads any of your decisions, you're going to create more fear. So my, my little write this down today is fear never leads to love. Never, Mm -hmm. ever, ever. And usually how do you behave when you're afraid of being alone? You're needy and clingy. You choose unavailable partners, right? You're, you're busy all the time in your life. And then guess what? You probably end up alone actually, right? With all of those behaviors. And so when you heal this fear, when you learn how to be with yourself and actually register when you're in deep connection with your friends, right? What's, what's that phrase, right? You can be in, how many women can be in a room full of people, right? Or even have a bunch of friends and still feel alone, right? It, like it's, it's a reflection of what's happening inside of you, right? The antidote to the fear of being alone is intimacy in your life not a boyfriend, right? The cure for loneliness isn't just having a boyfriend or having some hookup person that you're texting every once in a while. The cure and the healing is feeling intimacy with life, with yourself, with friends, having meaningful relationships with all people, not just thinking, oh, a boyfriend's going to solve this for me and take a look at, okay, if I have this fear, how have I been behaving and how have I been contributing to my biggest fear? Cause that's when everything shifted for me too. And, and why I always say you actually have more control over your life than you ever give yourself credit for, right? It isn't just, oh, I have faith and now I'm just gonna like do nothing. But if you're afraid of being alone, chances are you're gonna not make supportive and aligned decisions for yourself anywhere in your life, but certainly not in partnership. Yeah, and even like that makes me think of when I was in my Tarzan phase of every guy's the one and swinging from one to the next. And that was in my twenties. I actually stopped that behavior in my thirties. But when I was operating from that place, here's the, here's the reality. It didn't matter if I had a boyfriend or not, I still felt alone. And I felt like no love was ever enough. I remember being with this guy, Byron, who adored me and cherished me. And I felt like wow, I still can't feel his love. Like, well, how am I with this guy who loves me so much? Who's such an amazing person, partner, everything. And his family loved me. And we were living in Sydney, Australia and going to his farm and Mudgee in the wine country every weekend. And like, it was so special and I still couldn't feel the love. So I, it makes me think of the controllers. So if there are any of you diehards that are listening who clicked on this episode, even though you don't have the fear of being alone, my experience of controller women who are independent and alone a lot and have their barriers around their heart to love. So they're like, no, I'm great at being alone. Actually, they're never really alone. They're working or they're on their phone or they're with their kids. They're distracted. They're not alone. So when I said at the beginning, learning how to be comfortable and be with yourself and be in relationship with you, and I'm glad you brought in the, this doesn't mean you're hiding in your basement and isolating because there's another saboteur archetype, the isolator, like we can swing from one to another. It's not about isolating yourself from the world, but it's about like the truth is we are all alone, whether we're together or not. And we're all connected. We're all connected to the divine. We're all connected to each other. And we're all connect like on a heart and a soul level. I'm experiencing that so much in Greece, even meeting little old ladies who don't speak English at all, but I feel so connected to them. Like human beings, when we're not in our 
protection are so connected to each other, but we're also so like it's connection to self, other, and, and the divine. And so, but the, the reality is at the core, and we, you know, this now by listening to every episode at the core of every human, what we have is our relationship with ourselves. Like when you are fighting with your partner, what you're actually fighting against is, is the meaning you're making of his behavior that is touched upon a belief, a faulty belief that you have about yourself and a wound that's been there since you were a kid. So really what's happening is you're, you're at war within yourself thinking it's the other person that's actually your saboteur and the little girl inside all having a war and it's not really the other person. They're simply just touching on your pain. They're activating it. They're the tip of the iceberg. And I know we've talked so much about that. So you're, it's, it's the relationship within. That's all that exists. And when you can, like, we will say this over and over and over, over again, and when over. you can come home to that relationship and make that relationship the most important priority, the, the, the fear of being alone goes away. I, listen, my loves, for all of you, fantasy addicts who are terrified to be alone. I was there like probably 20 times worse than you. Like I was the worst. I literally couldn't be alone for five seconds. If I was alone, I would be on my phone. I would be texting. I'd have friends over. I was, people called me an extreme extrovert, but I believe even extroversion and introversion, their protection. Like I learned to be an extrovert in my childhood and, and of course, yes, it's my name. I'm a connector for sure, but extroversion, I'm meant to be in connection with me and others, not just one or the other. So, and that's why labels like this, people are like, oh, I'm just an introvert. It's like, yeah, but like learning how to connect with other humans is going to deeply serve you. Learning how to connect with yourself is going to deeply serve you. You're, you're, you're everything. You're everything. You're all of it. You're the whole freaking rainbow. So come home and learn how to be in relationship with all these parts of yourself. And then you'll never feel alone again. Like I have moment. I had a moment in Greece. I think it lasted an hour where I was like, it wasn't even, it was the feeling of loneliness, no story. There was no freaking story. And when I feel a feeling, I welcome it. I got in the shower. I, there was a little shelf. There's no bath. I would have had a bath if I had, if there was a bath, but there was a little shelf and I leaned my head on the shelf and I cried and cried and let this beautiful rain shower wash over my back. And I cried for probably 40 minutes in the shower, this like achy feeling. I had been in Greece for like three weeks and I just left my best friend. We'd been in Mexico together for two months. So I hadn't been alone in a long time and like really with myself. And I was craving it deeply, but that day it was like three weeks in and, and I just had food poisoning and all these things. And I just felt my feelings so deeply welcomed the loneliness. This is like one of the greatest secrets of your life. One of the greatest keys to being in relationship with yourself is don't feed the story of I'm lonely. I need a boyfriend. I'm lonely. I need something outside of myself to make me feel better. That's my saboteur voice. If you guys, I'm sure you figured that out by now. I always do that voice. That's how mine sounds. But instead of feeding that story, just welcome whatever you're feeling. If it's loneliness, welcome the loneliness. Hey, loneliness, what do you need right now? I'm going to get in the bath. I'm going to be in the shower. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to be in nature. Feed the, like, get, get um, intimate with your feelings. Get intimate with what's going on. As soon as you feel it, it shifts 
And every time I welcome it and shit, guess what? Now I've, I was just saying to you before we hit record, I have too many friends here now. I'm like, whoa, I don't have enough, you know, days to fit in all my friends. Like it's my community's just slowly starting to grow and blossom now that it's spring. It's so beautiful. But it wasn't for me being like, oh, I don't want to be alone. Like I'm in such a beautiful relationship with myself because I cultivated that. And you can too. You can go from being, I need, because when you, like you said, when you need to be in a relationship, you are not going to make smart decisions. When you don't want to be alone, you're not going to make healthy, grounded, anchored decisions from your heroine or, or your soul. You're going to be making decisions that are rooted in fear that are going to eat, lead you to a great relationship that you can't actually fully let in like I was experiencing or a toxic relationship that, that hurts you and that keeps reinforcing your pain. So either way, it's just not a place you want to make decisions from. So let this episode be your inspiration to learn how to be in relationship with all of yourself and to learn how to love being alone. I love being alone, but I'm with people all the time. I couldn't be alone. Are you kidding me? I'm on the other side of the world in a country where I don't even speak the language and I love it. That's possible for every one of us. An essential. I was actually thinking there's all this research about how important it is for women to travel alone and to go on retreats and to have the experience. Like how else are you going to find yourself if you're just doing your same routine all the time? Right. And I love what you just said about feelings. Like that's the example of what intimacy with self is. And we live in a highly distracted world right now. I mean, it is, I mean, this is Oh my gosh, you could talk about this, about what's happening with teenagers, but our phones and social media and the ease of texting gives us the illusion that we are connected rather than what anyone knows is actually vulnerability, right? And shared humanity. And chances are the person who's afraid of being alone is never vulnerable in their life, right? Guess what? When you're afraid of being alone, you don't tell the truth in your relationships, You're not honest about what you need and want because the fear of being alone is directly connected to the fear of being abandoned. And so you're telling yourself, oh, I don't want to be alone, but rather it's actually, I don't want to be abandoned. But guess what? Guess what you're doing all day long? You're abandoning yourself. You're abandoning yourself. And yes, it's not about being in your basement by twiddling your thumbs, but I was thinking about the power of meditation that Mm. saved my life. Meditation put me into relationship with myself in a way that nothing else ever did. It helped me discipline my mind. Like that was my discipline around my ego and not having stories run and not having fear run. Like fear is primal, right? So we have a biological, there is, I can hear the people arguing about this now. So there is a biological imperative to be connected and bonded with people, but that's not an excuse for you to be hysterically dating and chasing men and telling yourself that I don't want to be alone. So I have to now go on a million dates to make sure I find a fucking boyfriend. Fear does not create love. What? I just want to add one thing to that because it, as you're describing it, I'm like, then you're a child. That's a child. That's like mommy and daddy. Don't leave me alone. I'm not old enough to be alone. And a child is not old enough to be alone, but you're a woman. So if you are afraid to be alone, that is little you. Right. Because adults can't be abandoned. No, that's like the fear of abandonment is 100% rooted in childhood 
wounding. And it isn't about a band-aid that you have to rip off. Like you have to learn how to build your tolerance, just like we just build our tolerance around having intimacy with our feelings. And now we're in what coaching is about, right? If you have, if you don't know how to be with your feelings, that's how you ask for help around, right? Like it's not something you have to figure out on your own. If you don't know how to heal the fear of abandonment, that's not something you just read a book about right? It's actually physiological body-based work of building the resilience around being able to tolerate that. The fear of being alone also shows up and being on a date and not allowing for any space in the conversation. You know, I had a conversation with someone this week about how she has a constant need to fill every second, right? Of her day and fill the space of every second of every day. You don't have to necessarily start a meditation practice, but Notice if you have to always fill space. And this is our, I mean, now this is our culture Yes, is, is doing it's this, disease. right? And, yeah. and there is, you know, I reading poetry, you know, just sitting and listening to music, going for a walk without your phone yes. <laughs> and, and being present to what's actually happening around you. Because I, I, my truth really was that day when I had like a, a spiritual breakthrough in, in the midst of my terrible breakup. I was like, Oh my God, the biggest lie I've been telling myself is that I'm alone. That was a lie that I've been telling myself and trying to fill with a boyfriend or telling myself that I'll only ever not feel alone if I have a partner. And I'm sure there are millions of people listening right now thinking to themselves, I've been in relationships where I was more lonely than if I wasn't in one. Right. So we already know that the answer is not a relationship. But hopefully the first place to do with the, like the courage of listening to this episode starts with, can I admit this to myself? Like, mm-hmm. can I admit that I have this fear? Can I admit that the fear of abandonment is, is running my life? And then you can say, what would I like to do about that? Because this is my life. You know, I, I've really just been thinking so much, you know, I, I think self-love is when you don't want anyone else's life right? Mm -hmm. Self-love is when you're just, you're at home in yourself and you can say like, I'm so proud of who I am making decisions that are alignment with my truth, because really you compare and you're jealous and you're insecure when you're not nurturing your own life, right? All that stuff actually just stops. Like you, you don't even have time to compare and be jealous or like obsessing about what other people do when you're actually nurturing your truth. And if you want a partner, you get to have that desire, but it can't be driven by fear. It can't because fear does not create love. I love, I love that. Oh my God. I love everything you just said. I, I, I almost felt like crying when you said that part about, wait, what's the, wait, what's the, I'm like, where did it go out the window? What's the last thing you said? Fear does not not create love. Right before that. Uh-oh. <laughs> you abandoning yourself brain. you're afraid of a ab- I don't even know what I just <laughs> okay there's something coming it's coming in hot bear with me was it about abandonment no it was about oh the biggest lie the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that we're alone was it that uh, it's not quite that but I'll I'll just go on a tangent and like <laughs> hope it comes in I mean there's so many I have so many things to say I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to tune into the feeling. So the feeling is I'm feeling so emotional, just hearing and think like when you say we're never alone, what, like you don't get to experience the magic of life. People always say to me, why Kate, you're so lucky. Your life's so magical. 
And I'm like, it wasn't before when I was trying to control everything and making decisions based on fear. I can't be alone because of fear. I can't got to stay in this job because I need money to pay for this job, to, to pay for life, even though I hate this job. And this job is making me feel bad about myself. And this relationship is making me feel bad about myself and all of these things. Like, that's the problem is we're, we're, constantly chasing these things to try and soothe that little scared kid inside and yet it actually is hurting her it's hurting you it's her and so that's how I used to live my life and now I live my life following my truth and nurturing my truth and tending to my truth and listening to my truth and okay it was the jealousy and comparison thing Mm -hmm. I used to loathe myself and I was crazy jealous, like batshit crazy, kicked a door one time. I shared that story a long time ago because I was so jealous. My partner was an actor and he had to kiss people for a living. And it like brought up this crazy person every time that I he did a new show, I would be so nervous about it. And I remember going to the shows and being like, she's so beautiful and look how successful she is. And she's so, I'm the worst, I suck. Uh, why would he want to be with me? And I was just like in this self-loathing before. Why? Because I wasn't in relationship with myself, because I wasn't following my truth, because I wasn't living a life that was aligned with my heart. Like, may this inspire you. Being alone means listening to your heart, slowing down long enough. And if you are uncomfortable slowing down, go get some nervous system work, go do somatic experiencing, find your closest somatic experiencing practitioner or something of the sorts that is nervous system regulating so that you can get back in your body and feel safe and comfortable there. Cause we all have different traumas that cause our system to be dysregulated and stress causes that. So sometimes it can feel really uncomfortable being alone um, and being, pardon me, slowing down is what I meant being uncomfortable slowing down. So do some healing work on your body so that you feel comfortable being in your body and then move through the world slower and take more, create more space within yourself and in your life. And my clients in the reclamation are currently going through the sensuous archetype, which is all about your own inner experience. It's about sensuality is not for anyone else. It's your own embodiment, your own connection to what you're experiencing in the moment. How does it taste? How does it smell? How does it feel? How, what do you notice? And it's your own experience of pleasure, but most of us don't get to experience any of that because we're not in our bodies. We're, we're working on overdrive. But let me tell you, when you get to the end of your life, what's going to matter? That you freaking lived it, that you tasted it, that you tasted the wine that you had at dinner, not that you knocked it back while you scarfed your food and then ran to the next meeting and then ran to the next thing and then ran to the next thing and then ran to the next thing. You're running from yourself if you're running. If you're the controller who's not, who's, think she's really independent and fine being alone, but you're running from one thing to the next, or you're the fantasy addict running from one relationship to the next. If you're running, you're running from yourself. That's all you're doing. But when you come home to yourself, you'll, you're not going to be afraid anymore. And I, and, and you, you like carry around a proof of magic journal. I feel like that term came from you. I, my clients do proof of magic. Did you tell me I that? Term? I remember I did uh, say some, that once, but who knows? <laughs> Proof of, anyway, someone came up with that, but, but I have my clients do a proof of magic journal where every time something magical happens, synchronistic, 
you write it down, you put it, and then you keep collecting evidence. And the more you slow down and taste your life and, and taste what food actually doesn't taste good and stop eating it. And I'm, that's a metaphor. <laughs> so like stop doing the things that don't feel good and start doing things that do and start really letting your heart lead your life. You will see life get so much easier, so much, easier. So much more fulfilling, so much more magical. Everything that you desire is there. It's there. It's all in relationship to yourself. It's all in slowing down. It's all in being in relationship with the divine. And the divine is always there to support us. The universe, God, whoever you want to call all it. All the words you can the choose. Aliens, they're all, <laughs> the aliens are always there to support us. But, but if you're trying to control everything, you're not going to see or feel the support. And you're going to miss the magic. And life is pretty freaking magical. And love is a lot more meaningful and fulfilling when you aren't in fear. And I, I, I have actually two more things I want to say. One, I have worked with many, several women who are widowed, who had unbelievable partnership. I, two clients are popping to mind right away because they were, their husbands were around the same age, mid forties. And they were, had deep love, amazing partnership. For many, many years. One of them, she'd been with her partner since she was 24 or for, no, for 24 years. They had two teenagers, like the most amazing relationship and had just bought this massive piece of property, built their dream home, like planned the next 50 years. And then he got a rare form of cancer and he passed away very quickly. And there began a new chapter of her life. Right? So if you are afraid of being alone and you think being in a relationship is going to fix that. Right. Maybe it'll make you feel better temporarily, but it's actually out of your control when someone's there and not there. And it, I mean, it's all life is out of our control. Other people's lives are out of our control. So it's such a setup. Set yourself up for success so that you've, you are in relationship with yourself and you have no fear of being alone, whether you're in relationship or not in relationship. Because you're with you, you have your own back. You're with you. You're with your community. You're with the divine. When you're I'll not, say the other you say the other thing. I was gonna say yeah. when you're not. I've been talking for a long desperate, time. <laughs> right? Like no, just like fear doesn't create love. Like desperation and neediness doesn't create fulfillment and joy. And what usually, if you are obsessively looking for a partner, you're not nurturing your life, and then you're not magnetic. Like if, if you don't have a life outside of having a partnership, again, this is that symptom of you probably need spirituality in your life. And I don't care what form it is. This isn't about religion. This is about having a relationship with a power greater than yourself, which I believe actually is love, right? Love doesn't have a definition. Love isn't something we can explain, right? Think about the people that you love in your life right now, right? You can't describe what that is. It's a feel, it's a, the experience that's happening in your body and fear creates an experience that happens in our body. So I want to give a plug. I do body work. Trauma resolution work is what I do. Yeah, yes. the nervous system work and that you don't find yourself. Right. So my, my, um, like starter program is homecoming. It's called homecoming because it's come home to yourself. And the first module is the recognition that you actually have to teach your body to recognize connection. 
right? Like I love when you said earlier, like didn't matter. I had people who loved me, but it was never enough and I couldn't feel it, right? There's actually a state of consciousness. Our nervous system, our body has to be relaxed enough to mm. even be able to register when things are happening. And that's what sensuality does, right? Every, everything you're teaching in the reclamation, that slowing down, it changes your brain. Like these aren't just like cute practices that Kate and I make up. <laughs> like they're actually grounded in science and transformation and what actually works. And I wanted to say, neither you nor I got here overnight, right? Like that, that remembrance of when you are devoted to being connected to yourself, both Kate and I have struggled. I mean, you heard me talk about Andrew's pain and, and illness. Like I have struggled with things in my life but the gift of when you love yourself and trust yourself is you can trust your capacity to handle them. Like I trust my capacity to lean on my friends when I need help. Again, this is all about vulnerability, but the antidote is vulnerability. And if you're not vulnerable, you're full of all your protective mechanisms and you're full of fear. And it is so devastating to me to think of the women who are in horrible relationships. Like this breaks my heart every day, oh, right? Too. In horrible relationships, but they won't leave because they're afraid to be alone right? Like we have to stop. You have to stop giving your life up. This yeah. is your life. This is a gift. You are a gift to the planet. This was given to you. And every day you have to decide what you want to do with it. And no matter where you are right now, as you're listening to this episode, you can decide today to do something differently. Maybe it's signing up for a program. Maybe it's canceling the plans that you have tonight. And you're going to decide like to do something for yourself and to be alone or start asking yourself, what do I actually want to do? Not what I think I should do or how needing to fill the space. And sometimes it's like five freaking minutes at a time. That's how I learned to meditate five minutes first, not in, you know, not five hours by myself on a Friday night. So that's, that's what I wanted to say. And that's my last thing. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. It's your life. It's your life. It's your life. And the last thing I'll say is that, you know, when you come home and when you are anchored and when you are in relationship with yourself. So I never even think about being alone. I walk, I'm never worried about being in danger. Like maybe there's dangerous parts of Athens. I don't know. I feel I'm in relationship. I'm anchored. I feel my intuition. I'm, I never feel alone or afraid to be alone or afraid. I just don't because I'm so connected to myself. And when you are living from this place, when you get to a place where you feel so good being alone, like, it, and it was such a love affair I got to have when I first left Charlie and was in my thirties and I would lived alone for the first time. And I got to decorate my apartment in a way that felt good for me. And I created this amazing light. Like I was, it felt so good to be alone. It was the opposite of what I imagined it to be. I got to be on my own schedule and do my own things. When you get to a place where you love being alone and you love being in relationship with yourself, your tolerance for shitty relationships is yes. gone. Yeah. Like I can't go on yes. a date with someone and have a second date or stay for longer than half an hour because it, I talked a couple episodes about the vest, this idea of like having your heart full, but your vessel empty. Mm -hmm. It's like, if your vessel, if you're showing up on dates and your vessel is empty because you're so, you've been excavating all the crap and you've been so connected to yourself you can only surround yourself with the highest quality people. So everyone in I my life this. is so fucking high quality because I, what? No, no one else will stay because well, it's just not possible. 
because I love being on my own. I don't make decisions from like, okay, but like even being in Athens, I like, I sat for six weeks with only like really like two friends and who I got to see like once a week, like, and it was okay. I, I trust it. I knew life would bring me friends when the time was right. Now it's like, you know, nonstop at a last night I had a coffee today. I'm having to think tonight. Like it's nonstop. So life is supporting you. Trust, lean in and let yourself, let, let yourself expand in your life. Let yourself create a life that feels good. And then you won't like, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be afraid of. All you've got is you and you and everyone else. So (laughs) sending you love. If you feel inspired by this episode and you know, women who need to hear this message, which, you know, a lot do please share it with them and we love you and more to come next week. Hot off the press. (laughs) See you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.